Welcome to Kansas City Confidential, a podcast where we hear from the people behind Kansas City's local restaurants, businesses, and personalities. I'm your host, Sari, and this week I'm joined by Envy, the MC for Sensatia, a cabaret Cirque du Soleil show in Kansas City. Sensatia is a truly unique, multi-sensory experience with spectacular acrobatics, state-of-the-art visuals, live music, perfumery, and delicious desserts for VIP guests to arouse each of the five senses. Here to talk all about the show and her MC ability is Envy. Casey Confidential. Casey's Confidential. I'm just so excited to have you on because as I mentioned when I first met you, I have seen Sensation now three times and I love the energy you bring to the show and not only the performers on stage, but you as well. It's just such a fun show and had so much fun, honestly, stalking you over social media and just (laughs) like... Your personality and your vibrancy, I just think is so infectious, which is one of the reasons I wanted to have you on just to talk about that. Thank you so much for all of the beautiful things that you just said and just so encouraging. And I just love the show and I'm just so grateful to be doing it. And we've received so much love. This is our third year now doing it here in Kansas City. And every time that we have a run, it's just so successful. And it's I just feel like it's feel good show. You know, it's a little spicy, but it's just a fun show. Like it's, I I feel like I just try to make people feel like they're at home, but in an elevated form, (laughs) if that makes sense. I just want people to feel good and yummy and laugh and cry sometimes. People cry sometimes with the music and, but it's just such a great show. And I'm just, just so grateful to be a part of it. So I've done this show maybe over maybe 500 times and I, the jokes really don't change that much and our acts change, but yeah, we definitely have developed it through the years, but I don't get tired of saying them and I laugh at my own jokes that I've been saying for five years and people come to the show like, like yourself. Thank you so much for being part of like what has made us so successful. Six, seven, eight times they finish the jokes for me and they st- still laugh, which is mind blowing. But at the end of it all is there's a lot of gratitude. I'm just really grateful. One of the things that I love about the show and what I tell people the show, as you said, it's a little spicy, it's fun, it changes. So it's not the same thing over and over. But there are still things that are reoccurring. And every time I see them, they're still so amazing. I am so mesmerized by that stuff. And I just love the overall vibe of the show. And I want to get more into the show um, in a bit as well. But I want to mm-hmm. first hear from you just a little background about yourself, your career as a performer and a singer and songwriter, just how you really got started in that industry. Yeah, so I was born in Cuba and raised in Miami. My father was a singer in Cuba in the 1950s. And when we got to this country, my father tried to continue singing, but with the age barrier, he was 52 when we got to this country. My mom was 42. And the language barrier became a little bit difficult. But I always, I may cry. I'm already going to, I'm already getting emotional (laughs) just because my family means so much to me. And the whole reason why I do this is because of my dad. So that's how I started. I would see him even in the smallest settings, could be in a restaurant. And I thought he was a rock star. (laughs) 
So not so much the glitz of it, but I always just loved how it made me feel to see him. And I wanted to emulate that and make other people feel the same way, even since I was very, very little. So I didn't get to go to any performance high school, but I was able to go to a music conservatory in New York City. I went to musical theater conservatory. So I have some education in this industry as well. I've just been singing my whole life, professionally only singing um, and songwriting uh, for about 10 years now, which I am, again, just eternally grateful. That is a recurring statement that you will hear. I say I'm grateful all the time because I really, truly, truly, truly am. Um, I wake up every day and I'm like, I can't believe I get to sing today and people come and pay me. <laughs> That's just so great. <laughs> Who would have thought? So I'm just, um, that's just how I started. And I met Quixotic in Miami. Quix so I work for a company called Quixotic, which is the production company that produces Sensatia, the show that we are talking about. And they produce all types of events uh, worldwide. They had a residency contract in Miami and were looking for a singer. So I've always been very comfortable singing, but not so much talking if you can believe it or not. I'm actually a little bit of an introvert. I've worked on it. So now I'm like, now you can't shut me up. But <laughs> five years ago, I would sing and just would just want to leave after people started clapping. Like clapping actually gave me a lot of anxiety. My wife, now she's my wife. She was my girlfriend at the time, would tell me, you know, you need to go and speak to people because they're, they're here to see you. And I'm like, they're not here to see me. They just, they're just background. You know, like they don't want to talk to me. She's like, you need to talk to people. So that evolved into the opportunity of Sensatia, which they were like, okay, we, we think you're great at singing, but we also need an MC. And I was like, huh? And they're like, yeah, you need to be kind of like a, like a madam. You know, you're going to be like the madam of this show. Um, very like Ethel Merman type. I'm like, that's a big, big personality to try to to emulate. And um, I did some research and I really wanted the opportunity. I just wanted to take my career to the next level. And this just was there. I had auditioned four times for the establishment where the show was at. And the last time I auditioned for Quixotic, after I said, okay, put your big girl pants on and just go do it because if not, someone else is going to take it. And um, and I did. And, and it's, it's been such a great fit. It's been trial and error because I've developed that character. I didn't even know I was funny. <laughs> Which I think is one of the biggest compliments I get because when someone says, oh, I love your singing, it's so great. And I really do appreciate it. But I've been doing it for so long that it's like breathing to me. So when someone says, oh, I think you're so funny, it makes my heart explode inside. Because trying to make people laugh on purpose every time in certain cues is really difficult. To your point, as an MC, your job during the show is really to keep the audience engaged and yeah. to be that person, you know, in between acts when the stage, mm -hmm. the acts are changing out. And so it's a yeah. pretty big thing to hold on your shoulders to keep an audience engaged. And I'm sure you get a wide range of audiences. And I know from my personal experience, the first time I went to Sensation, the audience was like, so in it you told the audience to stand up and people without batting an eye stood up 
And the second time I went, it was a little more of a dry audience. I think people who were there weren't quite sure what they were getting into. They weren't Mm -hmm. totally on board. And as an MC, you know, you're telling people to get involved and feel your senses and really feel the show. How did you get more comfortable with that as an MC, just trying to keep an audience engaged? Well, I've been to a couple shows and I, um, without trying to compare, I do compare other MCs work with mine just because I, this is still very new to me, even though I've been doing it now for five years, it's still, I'm, I still learn a lot. And um, I've noticed how much the energy really is carried with the MC of the show. And because the show can be fantastic, but if, like you said, in the transitions, the energy goes down, it doesn't feel like a fantastic show. So it has been challenging sometimes because some audiences are a little bit more difficult (laughs) than others. And it really drains every bit of energy from me. I always feel like other artists, the performers are so incredibly athletic and their stamina is incredible. And they do get tired because physically they're putting out so much. Um, however, at the end of the night, I am also physically exhausted because I am carrying the energy and it does need to stay up so that everybody leaves in that high. So I have to stay in that high regardless of what the audience gives me. And it, again, it's been trial and errors. There were uh, some nights in Miami that I struggled a little bit because I feel like the difference audiences is in Miami, there's <gasps> so much entertainment that sometimes they don't really value what where they're at or what they're looking at. I feel like a Kansas City audience, which is one of the reasons why I love Kansas City so much, really just appreciates the art and the effort that we're putting into. So even though sometimes they might be a little drier, I do feel like the audience is always more appreciative. But in Miami, it, I did struggle sometimes in the beginning to carry that. I feel now that I have done this for for a little while now and I feel like as most comfortable as I'm gonna get I think I do a little bit better job of of understanding that role and trying to keep it it is difficult sometimes but for the most part I I get people to to have a good time you do always have that one person (laughs) but it's all right what were your first impressions of Kansas City having grown up in Miami, doing the show in Miami, <laughs> and then moving to Kansas City and doing the show here? What was that like? It, it's funny because I came right before the pandemic. I got here in September and the pandemic hit March the following year. And um, it was already getting cold. And the season, I love the seasons. I actually love cold weather. I don't like warm weather very much, even though I am from Miami. I do love the changing of the seasons, but I was very sad because I moved here without my wife. Our dogs had just passed away. Um, In Miami, I live with my mom, my brother, my wife, and our two dogs. And then all of a sudden, I was just not with anyone. So it took me a little while to adjust. However, the people showed me love from the beginning, which I was not expecting because here comes this Cuban girl from (laughs) Miami to the Midwest, not knowing the Midwestern ways. And um, I've just been embraced with so much love from the beginning. I don't know if it's just the fact of my association with Quixotic and how much Kansas City loves Quixotic and everything that Quixotic puts out. I, I don't know why I've received so much love. I'm just so grateful that I have. I'm, a, I'm an animal person. I love the fact that almost everyone in Kansas City has 
a dog or a cat, you know, I just see a lot of pets. And I just, I really like the quietness because Miami is just so much all the time. And there's just so much tourism and just so many people and just loud. And although Kansas City can be that way, you know, you can retire and just be calm. And I, I really like that. I like the cold. I like that right now I'm wearing a sweater. For listeners who are unfamiliar with Sensatia, can you explain a little more just what the show is and what yes. some of the performers are doing? So Sensatia is a Cirque Cabaret. So it's a circus and a cabaret. They had a baby. It would be Sensatia. And it's immersive. So in a lot of shows, it's if they're great. You know, it's a great show, but you don't really get to interact with the performers. You don't really get to act with uh, the MC. And our show is different that, you know, you, you can pretty much like touch, not that we encourage you to touch us, but you pretty much can touch us and we sit by you and we laugh with you, we dance um, and we have, you know, incredible performers. We have acrobatics, we have people flying in the air, we have contortionists, we have, you know, people working with fire and uh, we have incredible musicians. So I just, uh, I think that our show is really well balanced with comedy and music and people flying and fire and just um, our show is evolving always. We have different artists all the time. So that, I think that's why people come back so many times because you never really know what you're going to see. Our show is a little bit different every time. And uh, it's just, it's an, so sensation is the overstimulating of your senses. All of your senses are at a thousand from the moment you walk in to the moment you walk out. So it's pretty great. That's one of the reasons I love the show because it is so different than anything that is in Kansas City. And as you said, the performances change. You never know what you're going to get. And it is just such an experience. And as you were mentioning earlier, there is such an appreciation from the costumes to the music choice to the artist's ability and what they're doing. There is just, it is so amazing to see what people are able to do with their art form and how they're able to change it up and I just think it's such a fun show to be a part of and as an audience member you feel like you're part of the show you might not be touching the flames that are being thrown but you are part of the show enjoying it with the performers and the people next to you and with you as the MC and it's such an experience and I every time I've been I have talked about the show at length because I always leave (laughs) mesmerized and so in awe of what you the Quixotic team and the production company is able to do and I just think it's so amazing and speaking of the fun outfits and the fashion I wanted to ask you how much input have you had in your character as an MC and the outfits that you wear? I love seeing your outfit changes and the costumes you get to wear. Thank you so much. So I developed the character in Miami and it has evolved. It's always, like I mentioned before, it was uh, with the thought of, of like an Ethel Merman or, or, you know, just like a big character, uh, kind of like a madam. And I am not a petite girl. So, and I do not have, my body structure is not an athlete like most of the girls that are, you know, like the dancers or, or that do aerialists or contortions. So I have had a lot of input in what I wear. <laughs> Kelsey uh, Thomas, which is the ballerina in the show, 
she is one of the main directors and uh, and the choreographers, and she pretty much says, okay, this is the, the the palette that we're looking for. If you have something that you want or that you think of, it it really it, it is a partnership. Um, I am grateful for that, but I do have a lot of say in it because if I don't feel comfortable wearing something or if I don't feel it flattering, I tell them like, no, you know. But they're they're really great at allowing us to really try to express um, ourselves as much as we can within the character. Um, they gave us a lot. They give us a lot of free will, to, you know. To at least for me, since I'm not part of the ensemble, you know, I don't have to look like everyone else. And picking outfits is so much fun. They're they're really great with that. And um, um, I love. I just really love my job so much. It's just incredible that I get to do this for a living, and that people love this show so much. And I feel also that one of the reasons why I love it so much is because I appreciate my castmates. I find them so incredibly talented and in awe of what they do and since I am the MC I get to watch them a lot from the sides and I don't get tired of watching them because I can't do that I, I would never be able to do half the things that they do and it's just uh, it's pretty incredible that I get to work with them. So how do you get into the mental and physical place to keep doing this over and over? It is a little bit challenging I suffer from fibromyalgia, which uh, knocks me out a lot. Um, however, like I said, the recurring is gratitude. On show days, I'm going to cry. I think I get to perform tonight. Some people have to go to their nine to five, which is great if that's what you want to do. But I, that's never been what I wanted to do. This is what I wanted to do. I've performed with laryngitis, with bronchitis, with no voice. I pray a lot. I'm not religious, but I am. I find that I am very spiritual, so I pray a lot. I say thank you a lot. And um, once the makeup starts going on and the hair starts fluffing up, and I just remember that I'm in this position that so many, even of my friends, would like to be, and they're not. It just clicks. It doesn't matter how I feel before. As soon as I start hearing the, that's it. And I turn around and say, welcome to Sensation. That's it. It's, It's done. I've been in pain. I've had broken ankles. I've had, I've, I mean, you name it. I've never canceled a show. Never. I'm just really grateful. Just really grateful. And what are some other struggles that come with being a performer and always having to be on, as you said, you know, even the physical toll it takes on your body, but what are some other struggles that you've encountered with the show and being a performer? Just in general, being away from my family, my mom is 80. She's about to be 84 in two months. She's been to Kansas City twice. And uh, that little lady is my life. So not being able to be around her is really tough. And I think, you know, the self-doubt, always there's a self-doubt that creeps up. And then you have to shut it down. And that little voice that says, oh, you're not going to do good tonight. Or they're not going to find you funny. Or, you know, your voice might crack or whatever. And then as soon as that comes up, I say, shh shut up. Don't even talk to me right now. And um, I don't have that. I do have struggles with other performances, but this show I don't struggle with that much because I just love it so much. We've done other shows through the years. We've done some shows in the uh, summertime that have been great fun, have been you know awesome to be a part of. Those, especially this summer, I struggled with a lot because it was outside and we were doing a rock show and singing rock music outside in the different elements was very challenging. But this show, I think the songs that we do are, I love, I love everything retro. So we have a lot of, you know, like the Nina Simones and like that type of music. 
I love it so much. I did struggle some when I had laryngitis because like I would do that Nina Simone girls high, you know how for you and I hit the super big note and it wasn't quite there. But you know what? I told the audience said I'm I have laryngitis and they are so forgiving. I feel like if you're authentic and you're just honest, I know I'm playing a role. I'm not the person that you see on stage. I'm very actually very 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 shy, very different. But if you let them in and let them see the genuine part of you, you're human. Things happen. You know, sometimes you're not at your 100%. I feel like if you can express that to the audience in a way where they're not they don't, they're not uncomfortable, they will forgive you. So they were just encouraging me even more. They're like, yeah, you got this. And they're like, you sounded great. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Thank you, but I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> Your rendition of Feeling Good by Nina Simone is absolutely beautiful. And it's actually one of the things that I love stays consistent in the show because I love Mm -hmm. that song. I think your rendition of that song is so beautiful. And I love that you encourage the audience to sing it with you. And part of the humor Mm -hmm. is you know, telling the audience they might not be singing as well and just is so fun. And it's one of the many, many things I love about you as an MC and just the show in general. Thank you. I love that. I love it. And people get so into it. There, there's some people that can really sing and I, I usually spot them out and then I make everyone else be quiet and I make them sing because they definitely obviously want to be heard. So I love when that happens, but my heart, is so full when the audience sounds really bad. I love that so much because they're trying so hard and it sounds so bad. And what usually happens is there's like, if they start really strong and then it just like goes downhill slowly but surely. And I love it so much. My favorite thing is going to listen to bad people sing karaoke. I feel like everyone should be singing. Don't think everyone should be getting paid to sing, but I think that everybody should sing. If it's in your heart, sing. I might not go to your concert, <laughs> but I do definitely feel that singing is just such a great way to release, you know, emotions and tensions. And in that part, the audience really, really gets into it. And I genuinely laugh every single time. It's usually really bad. Correct me if I'm wrong, but your wife is also part of the production team. So what is that like getting to work with your wife on a consistent basis? Well, I love it so much. We're so blessed to be able to do that. Most people would be like, I could never work with my significant other. And that's fair. It's a fair um, statement. But we met at work right before I transitioned into singing full time. I worked in a restaurant and so did she. So we met working she was in the back of the house and I was in the front of the house so every time that we've worked together it's always been that way so we're together in the same space but we don't work directly together so I feel like that might be the reason why it usually works we get to ride together and lead together and either you know talk about what happened and uh who else is going to understand better than her she's a part of the show she does production work and she does the spotlight for Sensation. and uh it's just really great when I don't get to work with her I feel like a big part is missing I love just having her there and me being there with her. We are very codependent, but that's another podcast. <laughs> um, it's just, it's great. It's great to work with her. She knows my angles. She knows what I like. I know how she works. And uh, we have a great respect and mutual understanding about it. So 
it works. It's we've been together for ten years, so it works. There's not a lot of jealousy or anything like that, which I've encountered before. Um, it is difficult to be in a relationship with someone that is in front of the camera, um, because that's the person that they see and that's the person they recognize and that's the person that they usually gravitate to. However, um, my wife Michelle is I wouldn't be able to do half the things I do if it wouldn't be for her. She's always helping me and always, always has my back, which is great because who else is going to do that? You know, when you are both able to take a break from work and you're not having to perform, mm -hmm. what does life in Kansas City look like for you? Well, we have a dog. Her name is Layla and she is our everything. So we do a lot of things with her. We take her to the dog bakery, which I didn't even know existed. There's no thing like that in my, I just love that so much, but she has a dog bakery. That's amazing. And, um, I, I'm all into retro things, so we do a lot of uh, retro store shopping or, you know, just looking around. We bum out in our apartment. That it, This is our first apartment that we've had together because we've always lived with my family or with some, you know, with some roommates. So this is our first apartment by ourselves. And we've made it like super cozy and we just hang out. I don't, I don't even know how we like each other still so much because we spent a lot of time together. But it's great. And also I sing at church. So we have a couple of different churches that we attend to monthly. And since I have fibromyalgia, I'm not really a party person or someone that really likes to go out too, too much. I'm really happy with just some dinner and Netflix and chill. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a super, that's what I'm saying. I'm so different from what you, people may think that I am because of the show. Uh, I really like just being at home and just cuddling and just watching TV or whatever. As an MC, you have this character and this amazing persona, this like loud and vibrant and sexy and exciting <laughs> persona. And you would imagine seeing you up on stage that you're a super extroverted person, that it comes naturally. And maybe even you are like that outside of performing. So it's always interesting to hear people in those roles are actually quite the opposite in real life and <laughs> are yeah. more introverted. Your singing is a natural talent and you, you are very funny. You know, there are things that come naturally, but at the same time, there are things you have to work towards and fears you have to overcome and things you have to continuously work on. Yes, please don't get me wrong. I get nervous every single time that I am about to perform. I remember many, many years ago, before my father passed away, I told him, I said, oh, I am so nervous. I have to sing. He goes, the day that you don't get nervous, you shouldn't do it anymore. And I took it as that you're just so comfortable that it's like you're taking it for granted. I definitely do not take it for granted. And um, I think it's really, we're going to get really personal. When I get nervous, my right armpit starts to smell really bad. So before the shows, we put on a lot of deodorant. And I tell the girls, girls, tonight I'm extra nervous. So I'm sorry. We all go through it. I just think that we've done it for a while now. So it does come easier but we definitely do all work very hard for it to look that easy. I know that all of our incredible artists, they make it look so effortless what they're doing. And they're flying from the sky or turning into a human pretzel. Or, you know, Shane Borth, our musical director, a violinist, is playing 
you know, 75 notes in, in half a bar that I'm just like, oh, oh my goodness, I can't believe these people are so talented and I get to work with them. But we definitely have to work at it looking and see, you know, making it seem that easy. English is not my first language. So there's been many times that I have incorrectly said a word or I just can't pronounce it. Like I put my heart out, out of my chest so that everybody can feel it every time I perform. And I think that is the infectious part of it, that you can tell that I'm just really happy to be there. And I just want you to be happy to be there. And it's definitely not easy. We just work really hard to make it that way. <laughs> if there was something you could change about Kansas City, maybe something that you think other cities have or do better, what would you change about Kansas City if you had the opportunity? I would make the restaurants stay open a little bit later. Like the fast food restaurants open. There's nothing open past 10 o'clock, which is really frustrating sometimes after we have a show. And I just wish that there was more Cuban food, like pastelitos and like things like that, that Miami is easy to get. Here it is not easy to get. And I do miss that because I love me some Cuban pastries. There's not much that I would change from Kansas City. Honestly, we've had such a positive experience and we've been very, very lucky. We were able to get a car here. Like I said, we have our own little apartment here. Uh, we have a community here, our building. We are, we're friendly with our neighbors. Um, we have a dog park in front of where we live. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, there's not much that I would change in Kansas City. I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> With Sensation, I know that uh, it was just announced that the show has extended through Valentine's Day, mm -hmm. which is so fun. I think it's the perfect thing for someone to get, you know, almost as a pre-Valentine's Day gift if there are couples who want to go or Galentine's Day. I know a lot of yeah. girlfriends like to go with, with each other and enjoy a night out. So what went into the thought process with extending the show? We have had number-breaking sales, and uh, people have just been really receptive, again, to, to Sensatia. So just this weekend, we had, on Friday, we had 400 people, and Saturday, we had 400 and something people. And every weekend, it's just been not 400 people, but 300. You know, it's, it's, it's just been really successful. So I'm just grateful and happy and looking forward to because we always do something special for Valentine's and for the, you know, a couple of shows before that. So like you said, it's a great uh, couple's gift. It's a great girl's gift. It's a great anti-love gift because I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be talking about that as well. And it's just a funny show. So even if you are not romantically with someone, it's still a great event and uh, you'll have a great time regardless when this season of Sensation is over after Valentine's Day, what is next for you? What are you working on? And what would you want listeners to know is coming up for you? Well, we definitely have another show in the works coming this year. And we might be moving Sensation to another city. So I'm not quite sure what the plans are exactly, but I do know that there are some big plans in the works. And um, also I have a couple of side bands, uh, not just with Quixotic. I have Ziggy and the Neptunes, which is a house band that was created through Quixotic with Shane Ward. 
and Ben Munoz, which is a violin player and the cello player. But I also have a jazz group. Uh, it's called Strawberry Jam with Clayton DeLong, which is an incredible uh, guitar player, and Rick Willoughby, which is an upright bass player. I also sing, like I said, in uh, um, most of the Unity churches in Kansas City. And I also sing for the friends of uh, Johnson County, the people that have developmental issues. So maybe someone that has uh, dementia or uh, paraplegic or has Down syndrome. I sing to them once a month. I go to them and, and sing to them once a month. So definitely have some other side um, singing situations. But the big shows is we have a big show coming after Sensation and Sensation might go to another city. So let's see what happens. Where can people find tickets and follow? Obviously, I recommend following all of you know these things on social media just to stay tuned to know your band, where you're performing, and then with Sensatia, just any updates on the show. So where can people buy tickets or find all of that information? Well, definitely you can find ticket information and any kind of other big information through Quixotic and their social medias. Uh, Sensatia also has a page, an Instagram page. And my social media is just my name, which is N-V-E-N-V-E-E and then 77, which is the year I was born. And I'm a small TikToker, very, very small TikToker, but I have some and you can find me there at 77NV. So it's usually just NB77 or 77NB. And we post all of our upcoming information in all of those platforms. So you can buy tickets, find us, we're there. I definitely recommend that anyone get tickets to Sensation, whether they've been before or not been before. And I am so excited that the show is extended this year. And I'm just excited to see where the show goes in terms of performances and what is in the future of the show. And also for you, I, as I've said, I just love watching you and your performance and just seeing the way that you are able to captivate an audience with your humor and obviously your beautiful singing. And so I just really recommend for anyone who is unfamiliar or wants to enjoy a little bit of a show with some flair and some feathers (laughs) (laughs) at the show. That's always how I describe the show. It's kind of like saucy with flair and feathers. I love that. And then if they don't know what I'm talking about, I usually say, I don't know if this show is for you. I just want to thank you again for being here, knowing how much you have on your plate, obviously, with all these different performances and having to really juggle your schedule. And so just thank you so much for for coming on here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I will be back anytime. This has been lovely. It's been great talking to you. And hopefully maybe next time I can get to know you a little bit more. And I'm just really grateful that you had me on your show. So thank you so much. This has just been so great. Like I said, my first podcast, I was super excited. And just thank you for supporting Sensation and for supporting me and just for spreading so much love for us. And I'm just, thank you. You can find the link to buy tickets for their upcoming shows in the show notes. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram at Casey by Sari. We'll see you next week. Casey's Confidential Casey's Confidential Yay Kansas City's best Ooh
Casey Confidential. School papa pira papa pa